Hey everybody, my name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter Two. And welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. It is a Monday, and it's one, it's a Monday, I'm gonna call it a Motivation Monday, and I'm gonna start it off with this. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up, and it knows it must run faster than the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up, and it knows it must run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. Doesn't matter if you're a gazelle or a lion, when you wake up in the morning, you better be running. And that's what, that's what we need to live by. Let's just be running. Hit the ground running when the sun comes up. Okay, can you tell me uh, what that means? I mean, just always be ready to go. Always be running. Always be ready to go. Always be, just sprint everywhere you go. I don't know. I had an eighth grade basketball coach that would start off every practice like that. So, uh, I mean, we're not going to start off every podcast like that. But, hey, Motivation Monday, next next week you get to pick the quote. Oh, Lord. And you'll get to decide what it means. But, yeah, uh, I think that just means, you know, whether you're going to the bathroom, whether you're going to class, just sprint. Just full sprint. Go fast. How many games did that help y'all win? Um, that year, I think we went like two and six. And then they were like, "You're "You're not good enough to be on this team." So, wasn't on the ninth grade team, but that eighth grade team was pretty dead going good. Oh, you really hate to see it. (laughs) So we have a podcast today, and uh, what what do we have in store? We almost didn't have a podcast because of how this game went. This this podcast would have disintegrated. We almost transferred to Southeast Baptist College. <laughs> covering covering their new baseball team for this year. It would have been a uh, fun time. You think they'd let us call games? Uh, probably not. Oh, yeah. Probably. Not me. <laughs> okay. But so, um, yeah. If, if we had lost to Vanderbilt, we would not be here today. I think this would have just been a project that we ran into the ground yeah so. that, that's that's not what we're doing anymore if we would have lost the band but we did not lose and hence motivation monday we're happy today so happy-ish uh, <laughs> okay so today we're doing our game review sadly and then we're going to talk about a few of the other games there, yeah. there were some consequential games going on pretty big week yeah, in, we, in college football yeah and then as always Closing out with some Instagram questions, which yes. we had more than one this week. Yeah, absolutely. We love to hear from you guys, so thank you guys for that, and we'll see those in a little bit. But first, we did win. Kind of. We did win. We kind of won. Let's just talk about the, the good things. The definite wins. Yeah. Before play even started, we saw two good things. The uniforms were incredible. Oh, yeah. Flying M uniforms, the throwbacks that I think, you know, I, would, I wouldn't hate to see these again this season or in... in Anytime seasons after, yeah, I mean they could I'd just be our, keep the helmet. Yeah, they, the, the helmets could be our primaries if we if we wanted them to be, but um, those were great. The midfield uh, logo, just incredible. Mm-hmm. It was it was even better in person, uh, even better than the one I saw on Twitter. But uh, man, it looked awesome. All yeah. the little touches, like on the scoreboard, it had the flying M. Yeah, and so the Mississippi. St- oh, it was yeah, just a even, nice. Even the the Instagram accounts like putting some some old filter on the pictures to make it look like it was like a throwback game. It was it was really cool. And then when the team was coming out of the tunnel, Kobe Jones holding the new Mississippi State flag. How was that? That looked oh. So you were looking up at me yeah. in the stands, and. Before they came out, neither of us had a clue that the state flag was going to be run out onto that field. Yeah. You're looking at me. I look over. I see I see a little flag sitting there, and I'm like, 
<laughs> and then I see the Jumbotron start pointing at it, and then I'm just jumping, pointing at the Jumbotron, ringing yeah. my cowbell. Yeah, that was so awesome. The single biggest moment of state pride I've ever had. Yeah. And so, I mean, definitely when we thought about that moment, we were expecting, like, early in the year, we thought Kylan Hill would be the one bringing it out. And unfortunately, that didn't happen, so uh, that's why it wasn't the first thing that we mentioned. The Flying M had to be mentioned first. Yeah. But if it had been Kylan, that would have been incredible. It was the mayor of Starkville, though, Kobe Jones, bringing it out, which... I mean, it was incredible. The videos, the pictures, and obviously just seeing that in person. Dude, him going over to the sideline and just started waving it. Yeah, waving it in front of all 10,000 fans. Over there. I wish it, was, it would have been in front of the student section. Yeah. I feel like we'd appreciate it more. Yeah, but I mean, nevertheless, just an, an unreal moment there. Yeah, it, was it was super was awesome. Fantastic. So, um, so going from things that happened before the game to things that happened when the game started, started out hot on defense with mm-hmm. a, with an interception and the, the turnovers those those happened all game long for mm-hmm. us. Um, our offense looked great. Our first two possessions uh, after the first quarter, we were up fourteen nothing and on pace to win this game fifty six zero in a rout. But and then we didn't. That didn't happen. Just like it seems to every single week against every single team, uh, the team that we're playing catches on to what we're doing on offense. Uh, at least this time, they gave us. A few possessions. And they to, spotted us a few. They're yeah. like, ah, let's, let's make this one. Let's yeah. make this one close. Let's not beat him by 30. <laughs> <laughs> let's let Will Rogers get a little comfortable in yeah. his first start. Uh, and that that was uh, another big thing. Will Rogers did start his first game at Mississippi State, got his first win, but it wasn't pretty. Mm-mm. It wasn't pretty after the first. I didn't like it. No. <laughs> not after the first two possessions. It was not It was not a pretty start. But, um, so... This was a historically bad Vandy team. So, like, take your average Vandy team and take about 20 players off of them because they opted out or were out for COVID. Yeah. That's what we just beat by seven. Yeah. That is horrible. <laughs> and there, there were some things that, I mean, you can point to for us. We did have some some offensive linemen uh, out for COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be some excuses, but... There is really no excuse. It doesn't matter how bad of a year we're having. This game against this Vandy team should have been a blowout just because of the mm-hmm. talent that we have on offense, the talent that we have on defense. Um, you know, Vandy had, had a few long possessions in this game that yeah. I, I didn't expect them mm-hmm. to have. Um, they ran the ball very effectively on us. They, they passed the ball. They had a wide receiver, number 19. I, I don't know his name, but he, he had a really big impact. Mm-hmm. And um, they made a, we made Ken Seals, uh, Vandy's quarterback, look like he was actually a good quarterback. And then he had four turnovers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a guy. So, our defense did force turnovers, which eventually won us the game, but... There's there's a lot wrong with our offense right now. Yeah. We are... I mean... Horrible. We I don't think it's any doubt that we got outcoached this week, mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, by, Derek, by a person that you have said does not deserve to be an SEC coach. No. On no. multiple occasions, he Derek, has said that. Derek Mason does not deserve that the title of being SEC head coach. Uh, he seems like a great guy. He seems like somebody that the players want to rally around. But, you know, when it comes to winning games, and I guess he is at a disadvantage being at Vanderbilt, but he just can't win games. Doesn't I mean, Vandy doesn't use that excuse in baseball. Yeah, because they have every advantage in baseball. They have more scholarships. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> But um, yeah, we got we got out coached, and the fact that we had forced five turnovers is the only reason that we won the game. Mm-hmm. So remember when this offense, you know, was supposed to take like a few chances, like every now and then, and then like all summer they were talking about, oh, well, let's chart the fifty fifty balls, let's see who wins those. Yeah, can we use our six five receivers receivers like they're six five? 
Yeah. Why do we have to continue seeing Osiris Mitchell catching a bubble screen? Yeah. Th- that's my least favorite thing in the world. Like, and we're throw- I, saw, I saw one 50-50 ball to Malik Heath on a play. And that was that, barely one. Yeah. That was run faster than him. Yeah. On a play that should have been pass interference, was not, but that's beside the point. Yeah. We need to take more chances than that because Vanderbilt took chances and they got pass interference calls on them. It mm-hmm. doesn't, like, sometimes it doesn't matter if you catch the ball or not. You can get... You can just draw penalties. We have yeah. multiple six foot five wide receivers, and then we have our tight ends out there at wide receiver too, and we won't give them a chance. Yeah, I it, I don't get it anymore. I I don't know if it's Will thinking, hey, my offensive lineman is cheeks. <laughs> There's no chance that they're going to be far enough downfield by the time up oh, check down. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's that or I I don't know it. One thing about Will, and I know I didn't watch the game multiple times like you have, but it's it didn't seem like Will was doing as bad of a job like staring at his check down this week. He did late in the game. Late in the game, okay. Yeah. I knew I knew early on he seemed very confident, and, and that kind of led to two possessions, or like the first two possessions being really successful. But I guess he did get out of that habit, or get out of the good habit. Yep. Revert back. But So it looks like we're going to be a two-win team this year. Hey, now, hey, now. We have Missouri, we have Ole Miss, we have Auburn, maybe, maybe Auburn. Two, three of those teams can score points sometimes. I know, but... That's an issue. The only the only game left this season that I say is a definite loss for us is Georgia. And Georgia's terrible uh, against... They were terrible this weekend against Florida. Don't but, worry, for some reason Stetson finally won't be the starter against us. Yeah, yeah. And they'll hang 90 on us. Yeah. And we'll throw for 132 yards, have negative 42 yards of rushing. I love Mississippi State. Hail State. Hail State. There we go. I, I still think there's there's a lot of potential to win another game. The Egg Bowl, obviously, every year yeah. can go either Egg way. Egg Bowl's going to be wild. Missouri, not a good team this year. What about not having a game this week? Yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard, if you're listening to this and you have not heard, uh, our game against Auburn for this weekend has been postponed until December the 12th, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so no Mississippi State football this weekend due to uh, COVID. Because um, we had about six offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah, so, so our bad offensive line uh, with everybody there uh, would be even worse <laughs> with uh, all of them out due to COVID. Could you imagine <laughs> Brad Compass having to move <laughs> at right tackle? Errol, Errol at right guard. <laughs> No, Nathan Picker. Oh, Nathan's out. Oh yeah, so some of our D line out as well. It seems um, like a bunch of guys from the Pine Belt out. Oh yeah, like Nathan, Charles, Jack Harris. Oh, Jack out as well. Yeah, man. Um, seems weird. I don't get it. So, no, we don't get to see the blackout uniforms this weekend. Um, hopefully, we get to see them on December the twelfth. Maybe hopefully. if we, maybe if that game ends up not happening, we can at least wear them. It's Missouri, maybe. Who, who knows? Our bowl game. I don't think that's happening. No, we're making a bowl. Don't worry. Like all the SEC teams make them this year. All right. I love COVID season. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, so to start off my statistics talk from my spreadsheet, I'd like to say that Will had a lot of unforced errors. Yeah. Like, I'll give it to you. If your offensive line is just terrible. You're getting hit in the mouth and you make a bad pass. But out of his, like... Um, let me see how many. Out of his 14 like total issues, which hit these these were like pretty bad issues. Only like two of them were forced by bad offensive line play. 
And that's just not a good thing. Will was throwing bad passes all day. Yeah. His reads were getting a little bit better, but his passes were just bad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't enjoy that. And I don't know what people are seeing in him for him to be the future of the program, which he is definitely not. Yeah. It's 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 a time, and will off the start, we were close to having like twelve straight plays that he was good. The second uh, play, we had a bad snap, and that made him throw late on that. Which I'm glad he didn't throw it on target, or that's a pick six to start off the game. And you know, my cowbell may be broken at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Bill Smith, but you, luckily that didn't happen. Yeah, but. I mean, the, the bad passes, that, that's something that we also saw against Alabama, and you could kind of write that off as, oh, maybe it's a game against Alabama. You, Who knows? Our but, team is more skilled than Vanderbilt. Yeah, it, it I mean, there's, there's no excuse this week for really anything. Um, you know, he, he, just, he just didn't look sharp. And so. Yeah, when he was in rhythm, he was pretty good, some kind of great. But get him off of that, and he started waiting too long on passes, and he holds the ball too long. Yeah. So he'll either stare down a guy, and I don't know why he does this, but he stares down the check down when he stares down a person. Yeah. Like, I really don't care if you stare down Osiris Mitchell streaking down the sideline because you know what? He's 6'5". What, what are they going to do? If you're throwing it there, they're going to intercept it anyways. Yeah. They're sitting back in zone. I don't care. But why are you staring down poor Jarquavius Marks <laughs> just waiting for that safety to come down and kill him? Yeah. I, I don't like this. Yeah. I miss Schrader. Yeah. The, needless to say, this is a week where I was really missing Garrett Schrader. Um, Could you imagine Schrader? I mean, cause I just know that, I mean, I, regardless of whether he's a better passer or not, you just have to think that when he gets in trouble, he can run the football. He, he can, can get, run it out. He can get five yards. Yeah. I just miss having a quarterback that can do that. And well, every week that passes where we have a quarterback that doesn't run, I just missed Remember when we threw away a ball on, like, third and 20 in this game? Yeah, that happened. With, yeah. like, 12 yards of green grass in front of Rodgers. Just throws it away. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know if that's Mike Leach <laughs> literally saying, hey, don't run. But hit on his own accord, yards are yards. I, I don't get it. I, yeah. Maybe it's because we didn't have a second quarter, a second scholarship QB. Yeah, present or anything. I don't know. I'm yeah, just amazed in Trader. Even KJ. I mean, not definitely not saying that I would want him to come in that game when Will starts making mistakes. But KJ wasn't even wasn't in the available. Yeah. So <sighs> fun times. Okay, so I think it's time for my spreadsheet talk. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so this week, fifty-six point nine percent of our plays were dirty, and that's been the lowest this year. Yeah. Most most of our games have been in like seventies range. Mm-hmm. So I. I I guess that's better, but a lot of that is Vandy was terrible the first, like, 22 snaps of this game. Yeah. Like, horrible, like, no pressure at all. Not, it was weird. And then after that, they just figured something out. (laughs) It's almost as if their coach made an adjustment can't imagine doing that. Oh, no. <laughs> there, were, there were people all over the internet Saturday night after this game that's like, uh, why did we go away from that toss that was getting five yards play? Well, there's a funny thing that you can do on defense. It's called making an adjustment. And they would just bring down an outside linebacker right there. Mm-hmm. You can't block that person. and That just doesn't work. You can't block them and pull on that play. Yeah. It doesn't work. 
So that's why we didn't do that. People that were asking that question on the internet and not understanding how that works. That, that's just how that works. But I don't know why we can't make an adjustment and run stretch instead. You know, what do I know? I'm just, I'm just an idiot that likes, you know, maybe running the ball more than two times in a half. Yeah. Also, Jeez. I don't, I don't like calling those tosses passes. I, I don't. Are they considered passes? Yes. Okay. It's so bad. That's why we have like <laughs> negative ten rushing yards this game. It's the worst. Like it's, it's, it's sideways. It's not forward. Okay. So okay, I'm off of that one. Okay, our yards for clean play dropped from around like nine yards per play, which was that's what we had against Texas A&M, which was a horrible game. Alabama, which was a horrible game. We were about seven. Yeah. I mean, nine. But this game, we were at seven. Okay. So, I, I don't know if that's Will just taking the check down more often or anything. I mean, he had some big plays in here. Like, yeah. there was 17 yards, 17, 14. But the majority of these are just five-yard passes. And then we'd have an incompletion. Then, oh, wow, you got to get five yards. If you don't make it, we're punting. Yeah, and, and then you get three straight four, three and outs. And I don't know if I've said this on the show before, um, but as the years as the year has progressed, I just feel like my interpretation of what the air raid was it was so off and it was so wrong because when I think of air raid, I think of like running four verticals on NCAA every single time. Like I just think like air raid, like you're <laughs> you're just throwing it deep every single time. And I, I've understood that. I mean, I I even understood that in the LSU game. We didn't throw deep every time, but we did throw deep some. And I've just expected that to be what we do. Um, I don't. And, and we I, don't even like on third and like twenty-seven. Yeah. We run a screen to Osiris. I, I don't understand it because it's like if we don't get anything going on first down, we might as well bring out the punter on second down because we're not going to try anything new. We're not going to try anything different. And I can't. I can only imagine how good it feels to be a defensive coordinator seeing Mississippi State on your schedule next because. It is the most predictable offense. Like, I don't talk when you do these spreadsheet things because I don't, I don't understand much of it, but I can watch Mississippi State play from inside that stadium or from TV and be like, all right, I know this is exactly what we're about to do. And I I have no football IQ It's whatsoever. almost like four <laughs> D coordinators, of, actually five, have done it, and one who hasn't, and his name is Pope Lini. Yeah. <laughs> so my interpretation of the air raid was completely off, and maybe we'll get to – see a good air raid next year i don't know why it's so bad <laughs> it's never looked like this in mike leach's i like i'm not a big oh it just won't work in the sec but dang like we're not even trying to give our guys chance. vandy isn't an sec defense yeah they're not good why can't <laughs> we take a chance against them yeah i, I don't get it it makes no sense uh, we were down two stars on the offensive line but neither of their replacements were that bad they they weren't. I mean, none awful. of them were noticeable. But you know who was noticeable? <laughs> the worst player on the field, Cole Smith. The I, worst player on the field that had the best celebration of the day. Just yeah, the choo choo. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like that. Didn't like how we played. But, uh, he had about out of all of the uh, offensive lines issues, he had about like eleven of them, yeah. which isn't a good thing for your center to do. No, especially when you have a double team right next. I, I don't like this team. <laughs> They're no fun. Why? Let's just let's just not talk about them anymore. Rest of the day, let's take a break from talking about Mississippi State football and let's talk about some other college football games that happened. 
You want to? Sure, why not? Let's do it. All right, so number eight, BYU went to Boise State and absolutely made a case BYU is to good. be a top four team. Like, I, I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth, but BYU... Right, who's better, BYU or Cincinnati? BYU. Oh, wow. Just because I don't want to hear Cincinnati come out of here. I will continue to say it. <laughs> but yeah, BYU was not uh, alt- haltered by the Smurf turf at all. Um, and... Like I said, they, they made a case to be a, number, a top four team. You know, I don't think they are right now, mm-hmm. but they very well could be if they keep They went out. out. Yeah. Have to give them a chance. Okay. Huge game coming up. <laughs> number six, Florida. Currently, they're the number six team in the country because they went to uh, Jacksonville and beat Florida, beat Georgia. Yeah, didn't smoke them. Yeah. Kyle Trask. Stetson, Stetson Bennett was kind of... Remember when you said Stetson Bennett isn't very good? I'll take Florida in this game. And I was like, huh, that seems like too good of a point to not take. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He's kind of exposed for how bad of a quarterback he really is. Jones College product right there. Uh, but Kyle Trask uh, kind of re-entered his name into the Heisman hype after this game. Threw for like over 400 yards. Yeah. So, man, that was, that was fun to watch. Insanely good game. <laughs> uh, they, they blew Georgia out, all things considered. Um, and... I guess they're they're top of the East right now. So now, <laughs> okay. So what about Michigan? <laughs> you wanna, Indiana. You want to sing this for us? <laughs> I won't. You can. <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. It's it's a hardball life for 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 Michigan. Uh, but Indiana, Indiana might be for real. Top ten. Top ten team now. Um, man. Michigan's Michigan's back down at the bottom, so that's it's weird. fun to watch. Oh yeah, one Big Ten game that we didn't put on here: Maryland versus Penn State. Yeah, who would have thought that would have been? Tua's little brother, absolutely really good. <laughs> I didn't expect and, that. And big brother Tua got another uh, win as a starter. Tua knows a starter. He's yeah. perfect. So now, now we got to talk about our man Hugh Freeze, uh, number twenty-two Liberty uh, went to Virginia Tech and beat them. <laughs> okay, so. What about the uh, blocked field goal at the end of the game that Virginia Tech would have won on? So it was a blocked field goal. Virginia Tech calls a timeout to, to ice Liberty's kicker. They end up getting the timeout but block the field goal, run it back for a touchdown to win the game, but they did call a timeout, so it was, it was honored. Uh, and then Liberty goes ahead and knocks down the game-winning field goal anyway. So Hugh Freeze's Liberty Flames are undefeated still. Yeah. Um, is and, Hugh Freeze going to be back in the SEC soon? And Hugh Freeze is um, going to be at South Carolina next year, which is crazy. What about Vanderbilt? What they, about Mississippi they, they State? Wish. No, I do not want Hugh Freeze. They <laughs> they can keep him. Um, no, I've spent the last five years making fun of Ole Miss for ever having hired him. So uh, he is a great coach, but keep him away from me. Okay. <laughs> so on to the best game in college football. In like Best game of the season, like, I haven't seen a regular season game this good yeah. since like it was one of the Florida, it was one of Texas. the most watched college football games uh, like on television in like fifteen years or something like that. Yeah, and uh, Clemson goes down to Notre Dame. Notre Dame played the game of their life. Yeah, defense was incredible. Offense puts up forty seven points. I'm so glad we got to watch this game. Yeah, that, that was great yeah i mean this is a game that we'll, we'll look back on probably years from now and be like that was a crazy game yeah and in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic we get to see a team or a, a stadium full of fans run onto the field storm the field and all those students are now being ridiculed by their president 
who um who got COVID at a White House event a few weeks ago. Huh, um, that seems so, weird. Yeah. But um <laughs> so Do you think T Law changes this game? Um or do you think Yuan Galele is I don't think so. I, I don't think that you can I have your quarterback third for four fifty and then be like, Oh no, we didn't have Trevor Lawrence. We Lauren. didn't have our starting horse. Um so Ooh. <laughs> So no, I don't you know he I, does have a horse necklace. Does he really? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that, that T-Law makes a difference. And these teams, uh, we talked about how good of a game it was. We get to see them play again with Trevor Lawrence. I can't wait to watch so, that game. ACC championship game, we do get to see that again. So can't wait to see that. Both of those teams now in the top four with Notre Dame at two, Clemson at four. and uh, it's, it's the lowest a, we've seen Clemson in a while. Yeah. So it's going to be fun uh, closing out the year and getting to see them later on. So now we're going to move on to some Instagram questions. As we say every time, if you do, if you guys do have questions for us, uh, please send them to us at Going for Two. Just DM us a question. Uh, usually we will send a prompt for questions uh, on the day of. Unless we forget. Story. Unless we forget, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we usually do set up that prompt, and you guys can enter any question that you have, and we'll answer it here. Sports-related or not, uh, we don't really judge. So <laughs> let's go, Hunter. What's the first question? Okay, from Brooks Taylor. He was our winner. Of he the, was. He yeah, we, we completely forgot to say that. Yeah, so there were 10 games that we picked. One of them got canceled, and uh, Brooks ended up going 6-3. and three. So Nice. Nice job. Okay, so congratulations to Brooks. And Absolutely. his question is, did we really win? Uh, yeah, we did. We did. I, I'm, I'm claiming any win that we get this year uh, <laughs> as a win. So uh, it didn't look pretty. It was not pretty, but we did win. Okay. From Brooks again, uh, should Howland get the boot if this year isn't better? Man, if Howland doesn't get to the Final Four... You just got to look forward to year 16 with Howland. Yeah, everywhere he's been, year year 21 has just has been the ones... That's we when he gets all the that. recruits in. Yeah. He has like, the whole life of them. I'm not, I'm not the kind of Mississippi State fan that has that unreal expectation that like we have to make it to the Final Four, this year's a bust. Just take us to the tournament and let us win one game. Can we lock, Can we not like lose a regular season game that we're not supposed to? Even that, I, I'm I'm over having that expectation. Just let <laughs> us get to the tournament. Let's win one game. Mm, that's a lot. That is a lot. But it's what if it's a play game? We have some. We have some. <laughs> stop. We have some fans that are like Elite Eight or bust, Final Four or bust. And I'm like, who? Those what? are simply the best we've ever been. What team? <laughs> Do you think this is? Uh, I mean, we're talking not, about not, Kentucky can do it. <laughs> Kentucky hardly can do it with the best recruiting class ever. But uh, you know, I mean, it, I'm, I would definitely take a Final Four appearance. But yeah, if if Hallen doesn't get to the tournament this year, please kick him to the curb. Please. <laughs> Dude, basketball's coming up soon. I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> okay from Brooks again. Maybe it's something you do want to talk about. Will we get any tennis commentary coming spring? No. Nuno's gone. Can't, couldn't be me giving commentary. <laughs> no. Uh, I like tennis. I like to play tennis, but I'm not, no, I'm not here for tennis commentary. That's not what the fans want to see, There's Brooks. no tennis ball in our cover. In our logo? No. <laughs> okay, another Sorry, one. Brooks. L- last one from Brooks. Too early for Christmas music or not? Absolutely not. Me we and, already me have, and Hunter a have, a, have a Christmas tree up in our apartment. We had some apple cider and eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> it's time keep, for Christmas, keep the, everyone. Keep the Christmas music playing. Let's go. Year-round, maybe. Okay, from Jace Galvey. If you had to live one famous football player's life, who would it be and why? Mm. I've always wanted to wear some Ugg boots, unironically, so let me, let me live a day in Tom Brady's life. <laughs> I, 
I feel like J.J. Watt would be pretty cool. You know, he has that cool cabin out in the woods. Everyone's like, oh, he lives in a cabin. But then it's like a $10 million house out in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And he's beloved by a city, and he's really rich. So, for all those reasons. There we go. J.J. Watt. I like it. And you only have to play like six games a season because you just get to hurt your knee or something. Or maybe your elbow. Those are horrible reasons. All right. And Let's... your brother gets to be better at football than you. woo <laughs> Sounds like you want to talk about something, Hunter. I don't. TJ the goat. <laughs> okay. Um, from Coop Forty, why did everything fall apart in the second half? Um, Just Van- Vandy made adjustments, yeah, and we got out coached. Vandy made an adjustment, and we did not. So. Yeah, that's all we can say about that one. <laughs> and then one from Megan Underwood. How does it feel being inferior to Arkansas in every sport now? Uh, simply cannot agree with that. At all. Uh, cross country, I give that to you 100%. Watch the cross country SEC championship. Arkansas dominant. Arkansas is dominant in, in cross country. But baseball, they might have swept us last year, but we have the best stadium. We go to Omaha, I feel like, more often. Feels like it. And when we make it to the to the championship series, we don't. We, we, we can remember how to catch fly balls. We can't remember how to hit. But we can remember how to catch fly balls. So. Mm, not putting the bat on the ball. <laughs> uh, Hail State. Hail State. And that's actually all we're going to have for you guys today. Uh, we don't really know what our show on Thursday is going to look like. That the, the bomb got dropped on us that we're not going to have a game on Saturday. So we may do another uh, non-sports related episode or something like that. Or cost country talk. Or... I can guarantee you it won't be cross-country talk. But uh, thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or any suggestions on what we can do for our show on Thursday, uh, please send them to us at Going For Two. But until then, uh, have a great week. See you guys later. You're brutal. You're brutal. Sorry, Megan. (laughs) I'm sending Hunter to see you on Saturday, so. I simply don't know anything about It's a hardball life for me. In khakis. <laughs> <laughs>